Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Friday, and we have entered what we simply call Ordinary Time. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker, for the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways through the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us. By a son. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the second chapter, beginning this morning at verse 19. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who were seeking the child's life are dead. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And after being warned in a dream, he went away to the district of Galilee. There he made his home in a town called Nazareth, so that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He will be called a Nazarene. The Holy Family escaped Herod's murderous plot after being warned by an angel to flee to Egypt. When Herod dies, Joseph leads Mary and the young Jesus out of Egypt, and they settle down in the village of Nazareth in the region of Galilee. That is all we know about Jesus until his baptism. There is, of course, the story that we heard just a few days ago, the story of the young Jesus in the temple, but we learn nothing more about his young life and Tell the time comes for him to begin his ministry. So what happened? What went on? Living and growing as a young man in the village of Nazareth. His life was probably very much like that of any other child growing up in a first century village in Galilee. He lived simply in ordinary time. Since scripture comes to us as a story, it is easy for us as we go through to get the impression that some sort of event or other is always happening. But scripture is actually filled with these very large gaps 
that are simply filled with ordinary human life. We might think that these gaps are times when God is silent or absent, or at least inactive, or or yet when we reflect on this ordinary time and we carefully look at it, we find that God is very much at work. God is at work through the Spirit, preparing hearts, moving people from place to place, repositioning them, then waiting and resting, allowing people to grow and to live. And in Jesus, God actually fills these gaps of ordinary life with his own presence. The incarnation reminds us that God puts on all of the trials and challenges of childhood and adolescence and all that is involved in simply being a human being in the world. He redeems our ordinary time as a time of faithfully living so that we can grow in wisdom and understanding, in spirit and the fear of the Lord, in the practice of the resurrection life, in love and faithfulness to a God that is not just about the big events, but about responding to the crisis of the everyday. Today might not be extraordinary for you, but God is with you in the ordinary time. And in this time of prayer each morning, we acknowledge God's entering into this world, this ordinary world of ours. And we acknowledge God's presence and concern for those things that go along with being an ordinary child of God, living out our life in God's earth. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you and also with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith within your church, for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who are sick and for those who tend and care to them, for those who are grieving and mourning this morning, 
and those through whom you bring consolation and peace. For the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and for the people, the leaders, and the ministries of St. Paul's Lutheran Church. For those who govern the nations of the world, and for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare. For all who work for peace and international harmony, and for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For what else do we ask the Lord? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.